Greetings, programs! It's your friendly neighborhood host, Jeremiah Gomez, a.k.a. The Silver Fox. And welcome to another exciting hour of The Silver Fox Geek Hour. Oh, man, it's been a week, man. I don't know what else more to tell you, other than just saying, wow, lots gone on, but enough about that. A lot has gone on in the Falcon and Winter Soldier, so let's get right to it. All right, so we pick up, uh, where we pick up at? We've got, what, uh, we're six years ago, we set in Wakanda. We've got our boy Bucky um, sitting around a campfire, and with him, he's got Ao with him, and it looks like they're uh, Ao's beginning to uh, run through a list of the words that would begin the programming that's in Bucky's head, or the Winter Soldier programming, I should say. So, um, kind of like this scene a lot because it just, you know, it just, I mean, it's like, look, she begins to say, uh, was it? I think the nine words, I believe. Um, and you just begin to get those flashbacks of Buck on, you know, of course we get scenes of from Captain America, the Winter Soldier, some scenes from uh, Civil War. Uh, there's a brief scene where him and Cap are fighting, of course, from Civil War, uh, Winter Soldier. Um, but I do like this scene where it's just like Buck just begins to break down, man, and he's just letting it all out. He's crying. He's remembering it because it just seems like there's way more than just obviously those particular scenes. Obviously, there's a lot more history, perhaps. Uh, he's remembering even his early life, maybe childhood, because obviously uh, when Io has sent those words, um, it just seems to have like he's not activated. He's just buck still. Um, and I kind of really like that because it's just, you know, I wish it was just that simple with our, our again, our our, our our troops that when they come home, you know, I just wish that when they would be here, they, there was just some magic words to say to these guys, to the men and women, uh, who fight the overseas, protecting our freedom, protecting us. I, I just wish there was some, just some words, you know, and, and I know, again, I'm not on a tangent, but it just, maybe I sort of am because I'm trying to, again, this show, this show does do a lot of relating between what's going on today to what's going on in our, and, in a comic book, what's going on in fantasy world with stuff that, you know, we just, you know, some of us have maybe read or just seen in a con or in a cartoon or something, you know, or maybe not really just got that further into detail. But point I'm trying to make is that, um, I, I just, I, this scene means a lot. Uh, cause it just, I just wish, you know, again, to our brave men and women out there, if you guys are listening, um, thank you for your service. Can't thank you enough out there. And I just wish that there were magic words that could be said to you that might activate you or whatever the uh, formula was or the maybe perhaps the talks, maybe perhaps just that patience. Because, again, it just goes back to Buck, you know, in that first episode where he's talking to his uh, therapist and she's asking him those list of questions at the beginning of the first episode where it's like, you know, what's the last I think the last question is like, what's the last thing you or what is what what is it that you want? And he's. You know, he's he's like, he wants peace, you know, and she doesn't buy it. She's like, it's utter bullshit, you know, and it's like, I, I got to believe that. Again, you put on this uniform, you're going, you're doing a service because you want something, you want some meaning in your life, and I get it. I'm all for it. You know, hell, I would have done it too. Um, Obviously, I just, I'm just that cowardly. Obviously, I just didn't have the guts and the heart and the backbone to just strap up and just go and do it, you know. Uh, so again, I say thank you. And again, I'm not trying to offend anybody or anything like that. I'm just saying, uh, I really, again, going back to the scene, 
of uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, that scene of Io and, uh, and Bucky, you know, they're just the deep programming because it just, you can see where it's like Buck is finally back, you know, he's, he's himself now. Um, that, uh, he's been deprogrammed and I just wish there was something that could be done for our, our again, our guys, our people here, uh, our brave men and women. So again, thanks for that. So this, that scene really meant a lot to me. I begin, I like where this, this scene begins because this is a, again, pretty heavy episode. So I like where that begins, uh, because then it opens up to the scene where we last left off, um, uh, Iowa and Buck, they're in the streets there, uh, uh you know, Wakanda's on the tail of Falcon and when, and when a soldier in Zemo, uh, ever since that whole incident that went down, um, uh, looking for the power broker, they find the serum, like, well, who is, who's the professor that's creating the serum and stuff. So, uh, obviously I, I was just giving Buck and his team, you know, eight hours to try and complete the project, the mission that they're working on. Um, Buck then lets his team know that, Hey, we've been tracked by Wakanda. Um, and they're going to come and get Zemo, you know, obviously Zemo doesn't seem to care too much, which is kind of funny just to see. It's like, you, you just killed this country's leader, man. Like they're pretty pissed off and you just kind of don't seem to have a care in the world. You're like, mm, okay, cool. Like I got this country after me and well, well, I lost the country. So big freaking deal. All right. So anyway, uh, boys emphasize or try to, uh, not emphasize, boys try to come up with a plan on like what's the next step, uh, what they're going to do. Obviously they're going to go visit Donya, which is this, uh, sort of auntie mother figure or as figure or as, uh, Sam would say, it's a TT, his auntie, you know. So, uh, obviously they try to figure out, you know, hey, if there's going to be some sort of a, um, a mourning moment of, uh, when, who this person will be mourned at. Let's go see if so the guys go check out one of the refugee camps or settlements to try and ask about uh Donya, find out what's going on. Uh obviously uh Falcon and Winter Soldier they're getting no response, but of course Zemo with his uh with his candies find the way to get the info that they need from a group of kids. Zemo gets the info, obviously tells the kids, can't trust those two guys, meaning Falcon and Winter Soldier. So after that, scene cuts to, we're at a, it looks like a cemetery, I believe. No, they're there to pick up the serum. The serum that's hidden in what appears to be one of Carly's buddies, uh, grandfather's, uh, it's, it's his gravesite. I'm like, okay, what, what are these vials of serum doing? Like, what's the secret little spot? Like, is it here because of, you know, obviously he was a, uh, a freedom fighter. Um, for, during World War II, fighting against the Nazis. I mean, I don't understand what these, what the vials are doing there and stuff, but I mean, if it was, again, had something in relation to what the character that's with Carly's, uh, again, his grandfather being some sort of a freedom fighter during World War II, fighting against the Nazis. Um, if this was just some place where it was like, I guess, again, some spot. In the on his gravesite where they could hide something, it's like okay, get it. But then again, it's like obviously there's more family buried there. But anyway, um, then there's the whole conversation between Carly and her buddy there about him being a Captain America fan. Um, she thinks Carly thinks that that shield and that whole thing is just a a product of a bygone era, um, and it, that everything about it should just be destroyed, including the shield. But it's like, you know, the kid, the guy's trying to relate Carly to being something of a Captain America herself, um, somebody who is now, 
I can totally get what this guy's talking about, trying to have something of a leader, something of this hero that's uh, in the level, I, I guess, somebody who's at their level, somebody who's been getting their hands dirty all their life, somebody who's a real worker, you know, um, somebody who wasn't afraid to just get them in their hands and knees and just crawl through the trenches with their troops, you know, so instead of just being somebody who's, uh, sitting high horse somewhere behind a desk somewhere on top of a building going, yeah, 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 get that person to get over there, you know, and meanwhile, like, like, I, I kind of dig what this guy's doing, even though Carly's doing it all wrong, um, by getting people hurt, like, obviously that's not the way to do it, but obviously for her, this is now the only way to get these guys, like, anybody's attention, to get the government's attention, the U.S. government's attention, or, uh, the, I, I believe what was it the GRC's uh, uh, attention, um, whatever organization that was again, I don't remember. Um, anyway, uh, you know, him giving her that compliment. Um, obviously, she's kind of taking it, but again, doesn't want it because, again, that that whole I don't want to be a Captain America. I'm happy to fight what I'm fighting for, but that whole symbol right there, like, just needs to be gone, dead. Again, just heavily focused on. You know, it just, just, it just needs to go away. This whole symbol of Captain America, like, it's just wrong. Like, just rather be somebody where, th- where I can have that, po- I have power. I just want things to go back to the way things were. And then, of course, we get our boy, John and Lamar, uh, new cap, battle star. They catch up with Sam and, uh, Buck and, and Zemo. Uh, Obviously, they're, they're just fed up. They can't believe that they've gone to the depths of getting Zemo out of prison, even though Buck's like, actually, he got himself out, but they're not having it. Obviously, you can see just the frustration look, that the, the, like just the err face on, uh, on, on John Walker, you know, where he's just like, I've had it up to here. It's like, I'd rather be working with you guys. But I, obviously, again, Sam and Buck don't want anything to do with this. It's just none of this feels right, especially being John being made a Captain America symbol when he's just no Captain America. He should have been given, maybe could have been given something else, but not this. Don't make this guy Captain America. Obviously, it's already being, you know, felt into Buck that, you know, something's wrong with, with, with John. Like, it's not right. But point is, is that um, they find that, like, the guys know, like, hey, we know where Carly's going to be. They let John and Battlestar in on it. And uh, Battlestar, t- Lamar, he's totally in on it. Let calming John down saying, hey, look, let's go with these guys. If, they, if Zemo was able to find out where Carly's going to be and if Sam can talk her down, um, best way to do it. Because, obviously, again, John being a total hothead, just trying to prove a point. Obviously, he's a young buck. Again, he's Captain America. He just He's a symbol. He wants to make a point. Like, I get it, man. We all get it. But in a situation like this, you got to let some veterans come in let cooler heads prevail. Sam's a cooler head. Let him talk to Carly. Battlestar's all about it. Calms John down. He's like, okay, you only get a couple minutes. So when they get to the spot, uh, the little girl leads them to it. Sam goes in. Whole funeral procession's going on for Carly's friend uh, or family or family friend that they lost. And the whole conversation begins between uh, Carly and Sam, where it's like, again, here's a young kid who's just, look, I have a I have a power now, and I just want things to go back to the way they were. Sam tries to express his condolences, but again, this young kid just doesn't want to have it. She's just like, no, man, like I don't talk to me like I'm a child. And it's like, kid, no, nobody's talking to you like a kid. 
you want to be talked to like an adult. This is how adults talk to one another. Like we express our condolences when we've, when there's grief being involved, you know, um, and this is a grieving moment and Sam's coming with an olive branch to come and talk to you. So it's like, you know, it's like, that's what's going on today. It almost seems like with a lot of these kids today, because it just seemed like, you know, whatever they are seeing in the, in life, whether it's at home, whether it's on TV, they obviously seem to think they've got the answers for everything that this is how they need to talk to and be this type of, I don't know, aggressor, I guess it's like for a moment, it's like, just, Hold on a second, kids. Like, just, just for a brief moment, like, you know, again, I, what do I know? I mean, I, I'm no parent. Um, I'm only an uncle, but I, I've been around enough parents to see how, you know, some parents do things and, and my, my, you know, be having, being a kid of a single parent and how she did things, you know, I mean, obviously she did a lot of things right and some things wrong, but just knowing from experience, it's like kids today, I, you know, I myself again, being once upon a time a kid myself, I wish I'd have done this a lot myself too. It's just, just like, slow down for a second. Stop thinking like we have the answers. We know it all. We don't know squat. Because you know what? Even today to this day, we as adults, we still don't have all the answers. We're still figuring it out. I mean, look, I know I'm going to go off on a tangent, but, you know, here I go. Mm. Excuse me for a second. I had to hydrate a little bit. Um, where am I going with this? We're an adult. We don't have all the answers, kids. Like, just slow your rolls for a brief second. Like, I, you know, Sam, here he is trying to talk to Carly in a way that it's like, again, perfectly. He plays the grief counselor role so perfectly because he's just trying to uh, not actually be a grief counselor, but just like, hey, man, I'm just a person. Let me just talk to you, you know, and... Again, perfect symbolization on even what went down. Um, I think what was a what was the uh, what's the episode I'm trying to think of? Like going back to uh, episode two when the cops show up to Bucky and Sam, and instead of having a co- simple conversation with like what's going on between these two guys, instead of looking at it racially, you know, uh, just coming up to be like, "Hey guys, uh, everything okay?" It's like, "Yeah, yeah, we're just two guys." It's like, "Okay, cool, later." You know, these guys would have gotten in the car and just driven off. But instead, you've got this situation where it's Carly being this this kind of this young kid. Again, she's a young kid. She's hopefully I'm on the right track of where I'm going. I think I'm on a last track here for a second. Um, where, where I was going. But the point I was trying to make is just like, look, it's for, for, for Carly being this young kid, acting like a Miss Know-It-All because, again, she's got power. She's thinking that this is the only way to get my point across to people is by getting aggressive, uh, having to put people's lives in jeopardy. It's the only way to do it because if I'm losing people, then guess what? You're going to lose people too. And I know that seems to be what's going on in this world. Um, obviously, we seem to be playing, you know, sort of the uh, the super soldiers, the super cops of the world. And honestly, in my opinion, uh Maybe America, we should pull, you know, not worry about what's going on in the world, and maybe just let's take care of ourselves. Uh, let's let's focus on what's going on here. Um, but again, that's 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 something. What's going, you know? Again, I, I'm I'm going on a tangent here. Sorry. So, uh, you got um, so you got Sam trying to talk Carly down, 
kind of having an effect, but not too much. Uh, meanwhile, you've got John. He's just starting to lose his cool. He's not having it. Uh, Buck also tries to calm him down, but it's just it's not happening. So John goes in there, guns are blazing. Uh, and then before you know it, they walk in. Carly feels she's been betrayed by Sam. Sam, it's like, no, it's not what was, what was going on here. Like, I was trying to talk to you. Whole fight goes on and stuff like that. And the chase begins. Uh, meanwhile, the whole time, we lose track of Zemo, and he's escaped. So while Carly's got the team running through a maze in this house, um, we find Carly in a, running through a room. And before you know it, there's Zemo there. She starts blasting her. And she start, she's hit a couple of times. But while she's hit, she tries to duck for cover. And out from her pocket slips the super soldier serum. And there, Zemo comes across it. He's looking at it, drops a bile, and just starts beginning to stomp on it. To, to just stop the whole, like, just stomping everything. Just trying to get rid of it uh, and destroy everything. And in the process, Carly's able to get away. And in, of course, John's, here comes John. Shield to Zemo's head. Out, out goes Zemo, and in, in comes the jump. Uh, in comes John, trying to see if uh, Carly's still there. She's not, but he does happen to find a vial of the serum that Zemo missed in his rage and uh, did not get destroyed. So he stuffs it in his pocket just in time before the team shows up, and he's like, "Everybody's like, well, what's going on? What do we miss?" And Carly oh, got away, so. Carly gets away. Uh, there's a conversation where uh, John and, and Lamar they have where it's like you know John's asking the question to Lamar like what would would you be would you take it? There's that question of like yeah they he would you know Lamar would totally take it because all it's gonna do is just bring out the best in you because that's what power does. Um, but of course it's just a reference back to Captain America the First Avenger where it's like you know the serum is. You know, yeah, we'll bring out the best in you. Like, you know, good is good, bad is, you know, worse, you know. So, obviously, you know, when um, when the Red Skull, you know, he gives it to himself. And like, all it did was amplify the worst in him and thus mutating him into what he was then transformed into. So, obviously, these guys have the right intention. I mean, in the comic books, like Battlestar and uh, U.S. Agent or Captain America, John Walker, um they are get like they do take the serum like they they give it to themselves um uh, but again they push it to a certain limit where uh they go to the limit where it's just yeah I'm sorry Captain America doesn't do that so then cuz then I believe in that comic book series uh Cap Steve Rogers himself he comes back he takes the shield back he fights off Battlestar he fights off uh John Walker Captain America at that time bring takes back the mantle and becomes Captain America again Steve Rogers uh meanwhile John Walker then transitions, makes his own shield, his uniform, and thus becoming his own hero or anti-hero, I guess you could say, because he does turn into the U.S. agent. So, um, so yeah, so gotta say there's that whole scene. Again, there's that scene again between Lamar and John of whether or not, what would you do if getting the serum? And of course, both these guys would totally take it. And of course, we all know John's gonna take it because he's got it. So there's that. Then there's the conversation. Um, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I think I jumped. I think I jumped ahead because then there was that conversation where uh, Zemo and uh, Sam, or uh, 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 Zemo's noticing a bit of a, a shield hangover, and uh, but he asked him. Uh, he asked John, uh, Sam the question. You know, like, would you take the serum? It's like, yeah, he totally. I mean, you would not. You know, and he's, Zemo's blown away by like 
fast to like say no to it. Like it's interesting, but but he knows Sam speaks the truth. You know, it's like he would never take the serum because it's just it. The serum is yeah, it's gonna enhance everything, but it's me being me, being the best that I am as the man I am. That's what makes me the better weapon. That's what's gonna make me the better soldier, not just the serum. You know, and that's what nobody seems to be understanding. And it's that with just a serum, you think, I have power. And with this power, I can inflict a lot of change. Whether I'm hurting people or not, I'm inflicting power. And it's just totally missing the point. But I do love the point where it gets to the scene where then here enter the door of Malaji because then here comes John and Battlestar. They want an answer. Well, not only do they want an answer, but they want Zemo. The Dormilaji come in, they start kicking John's ass, they start kicking Battlestar's ass, uh, and in the end, it's like, I love this scene because it's like, I'm sorry, proud, proud man moment where I'm like, you ladies, I mean, uh, as the child of a single mother, um, my mom was, was you know, one one tough-ass bitch, you know, and I, and I mean it with all respect, with all due respect. To all the tough-ass single mom bitches out there, again, with all due respect, ladies, women, you wonder women out there, you Dora Milaje's yourself out there, um, uh, I don't know what else more to call it, I, I can't think of, uh, you Ironhearts out there, you know, uh, um, wow, like, seeing that battle scene, and then, of course, you're seeing the look on John and Bucky, I mean, simple women, trained well kicking your guys' asses, whether it's super soldier serum, bionic armor, or just a simple guy, like, these women just came in and just handed it to their asses, I mean, it just, just took down these guys, and I just loved every second of that, because it just was like, oh, just, again, just well-trained, just, again, sure they got the uh, vibranium uh, uh, spears, but, you know, it's a simple tool, like, otherwise it's just, Flipping through the air and the kicks and the punches and just proper like good techniques. It's like it, it took all, all both these guys down. Like oh, or I should say all four of them because then Bucky and Sam jump in and they sort of get their asses handed to them. You know, no, obviously I, I you know disarms you know uh, Bucky. You know, you know, and it just I was just again just real good powerful moment because um, it just symbolizes a lot right there to all the all the, again the tough women out there. Holy shit, man. Like, that was strong. That was tough. I really dug that scene. Really, really dug it. Um, anyway, back up. Uh, after that, uh, yeah, I know I jumped forward because then again, there was that, co- there's that, com- that spot where it's like, we weren't even super soldiers. It's like, I shut up, John. Like, yeah, again, I just, I don't understand the egos, uh, that somehow get implanted into, I don't know if it's in our soldiers' heads or, or just even just ego of, of just ordinary people, you know, I mean, uh, I, it's just, don't judge a book by its cover, man, or woman, don't, don't judge, like, don't, don't think that just because you see somebody small, and then all of a sudden, you think you can go bully them and pick on them, uh, and they think they're gonna bend to your will just because you think you're this, you think you're some sort of mighty symbol or something, um, you know, uh, you're, 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 no, that's just that's not the way to do it. I mean, just don't do that. Because again, I, I, I think again, it just sort of symbolizes that power right there again and again to get uh, 
again, to get racial here, uh, it just shows a bit, again, that pow- that white power against the black right there, you know, where uh, John just puts his hand on um, uh, on, 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 on Io's shoulder and just, uh, just boom, and then the fight begins. It's like, dude, like, what the hell are you thinking, man? Like, don't do it. Um, but, yeah, and so then it gets to that point, like I said, there's a conversation where uh, John has with Lamar about the serum, Boys jump into action because then uh, uh, Carly has reached out to Sam's sister. A um, little bit of a threat there, but obviously she says she's never going to go threaten the boys. So Sam gets told where Carly's at, and then you get that big battle scene at the end. Um, Carly uh, having it out with, at first, Sam and Buck, trying to separate uh, Buck and Sam before separating Lamar from John. Because I guess they, they sort of get a, a, a hint on what the, what, what Carly's going to do. And so then after that, uh, you do get the scene where there's um, John flinging around the, sh- the shield. goes crashing through the wall. And he's going through, through th- uh, objects himself. And it's like, oh, shit, he's taking the serum already. He's already twitchy as hell. Because there's a scene where, again, he goes to pull the shield out of the wall. And he's, like, twitching. And I'm like, oh, man, like, this guy's even more jacked up than, than we already know. And... Um, but there's that great scene where, where Sam just sees him, uh, or doesn't just sees a guy get flung through a door and hit the wall, and, and then the pipe breaks because John and, and this guy are still battling it out, and he's just like, "What did you do?" And it's like, "They've got Lamar. Come on, let's go." And then there's the big battle right there where it's like it's John and, and Sam and Buck comes in uh, fighting Carly's group, and then all of a sudden enters Lamar, but then Carly and her one guy attack John trying to separate everybody from John and as Carly tries to go in for the killing blow, Lamar steps in to help John uh, and then unfortunately Carly giving the death blow to Battlestar when he hits that pillar and just killing him instantly and just the look on John's face, just losing it. His friend, his brother in arms, more than just a brother in arms, like it's just his best friend and then he go, he snaps Flies out the window, kills the guy. You get the blood on the shield, man, at the end. And uh, just the world watching it and just seeing that image, just seeing him stand there, Wyatt Russell as this character, like standing there in his uniform. And um, you see that shield, just that bloody rim of that shield. I, what a powerful image, man, because, I mean, that's sort of what it feels like what's going on in this world, man. Like we're trying to inflict so much... Um, I, yeah, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't have the words for it, man. I mean, there's so much killing and death and, and going on right now, especially not just again around the world, but even here in America where we're killing each other. We're killing ourselves. Um, you've got, you've got Americans killing Americans. Uh, and a lot of it sometimes is racial right now because there's just so much hate going on. I mean, uh, I mean, the, you know, yeah, I just don't know what to say more about uh, that ending episode. Um, it's just, it's powerful. I I didn't expect, uh, like, an episode two, didn't expect Disney to go that route of showing that racial issue when the cops stopped Sam and, uh, Sam and Bucky um, after the conversation with Isaiah. I didn't expect this. Uh, again, the blood on the shield after John killing one of Carly's flag smashers. 
after this guy has obviously said earlier in the episode that he's, you know, used to be a Captain America fan. Um, it's, it's kind of like, I'm sure we, I'm sure there were, there are, there are, there are people out there around the country in other parts of the country and around the world that, you know, used to look at us as being this great country that, you know, we represented as something, you know, you could, this is the land of hope and freedom and change. And lately it's not feeling like we're, uh, a land of change it seems like no you can't unless you're white you can't conform to you know this is you know i don't know if it's just that or not again i i i'm off on a tangent um but that's what it's sort of feeling like it feels like you know whether you were whether you come to this country or hell even if you're from here born and raised here um it's sort of feeling like you know like you really got to struggle to make any kind of change uh, I know it takes a lot of hard work. I know it's going to take a lot of dedication and I, and I'm all for that and I get it, but, uh, it, it just seems like, I don't know. It just seems like some, I don't know. Maybe, what do I know? What, 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 what do I know? I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, I, I think I'm, uh, I'm losing traction here on, on my train here. So, uh, sorry for my, uh, my tangent there, folks. But yes. It's kind of shocking what happens there at the end of, uh, of episode four with that bloody shield and what happens next in episode five. Um, uh, episode five of the Falcon and Winter Soldier, Truth, where we find our, we pick up, uh, where do we got then? We've got John running through, uh, some sort of warehouse area, um, and he ducks into some warehouse. He's, he's, he's hiding out. He's freaking out. He's like, Oh my God, I can't believe what just happened. It's like, but uh, he seems to be more concerned over the loss of Battlestar over the fact of like, I just killed a guy and I've still got blood on the shield, but I killed a guy in a public setting. Everybody had their phone and saw like the world just saw what I did. Like this guy doesn't seem like John Walker has no idea what's going on. And it sort of seemed like, uh, that right there being a symbol right there of like, you know, like, hey, we now live in an era where it's like, you know, nothing can get, uh, get, you know, nothing can get away anymore. You know, it's like if you get caught on camera for something, it's like, boom, it's like it's getting plastered out there to the world. So, um, uh, I definitely, I, I just love how it's like, you know, again, you're finding John just in, in just this total disarray, like just he can't think for, for the moment. And then of course, Enter, uh, we then get Sam and Bucky, they come in, uh, trying to defuse the situation between John and everything that's going on. And of course, then it turns into literally just what I waited for throughout the whole episode since the beginning, uh, or since the start, since the end of episode one, where I was like, Oh, hell no, there's going to be a fight for this shield. And sure enough, there was a fight for this shield, ladies and gentlemen. Like, wow. I mean, it's just, it's just the perfect symbolism of, uh, I don't know. What's this, what's it a symbolism for? Is it symbolizing the fight for those of us that want change in this, in this country? And then there's the one person, there's that one, and then there's the group, you know, and then there's the John Walker. Is he representing the group of uh, Americans here who don't want, like, things are fine the way they are? Like, just keep it the way it is. It's like, I, you know, I don't know. It seems like there's symbolism when it comes to that fight. 
Because, man, oh, man, was I just hollering and hooting and just, again, I, I, I couldn't help but, like, just feel like just root, obviously, I was root, I mean, obviously, uh, I'm obviously going to be rooting always for the good guys, you know, and obviously rooting for, for what, um, Sam and Buck want, you know, and just, again, restoring legacy of that shield because now that legacy has been tainted. It's like, and it feels like that's what's gone on here in America. It's like we've, we, you know, our legacy has been tainted here because, uh, some bad apples here, you know, some bad things have gone on and it's just really, really shine a light here in America, folks, uh, to the rest of the world to just show, hey, uh, yeah, look, I know we're not all perfect and it's not all, not all, uh, uh, lollipops and gum drops. So, I mean, yeah, sure, sometimes the grass is greener on the other side, you know, but I mean, man, have we really just really shown the world just like, 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 Whoops! You know we got caught with our pants down, and there it is, folks. It's like there it is, just fully exposed out there, and it just uh, again, I just couldn't help but feel like that fight. At least to me, that it seemed like that fight symbolized something, and I got a lot out of that fight. I got supercharged in seeing that fight. That fight made me angry. That fight made me just roar, and it, it just made me want to again. I wish I was a part of it because it just. Uh, like during the whole protest of the Black Lives Matter movement when that was all going down, um, it's like just the sheer inability that nobody could talk it out, and, and instead it needed to erupt into some brute. Like, look, I'm all, like, look. When it comes to my movies, I'm all for the brute force and the action and the fighty fighty and you know throwing bones and stuff like. I just like I'm all for it, you know. Like, throw the roundhouse kick, you know, like. Make sure, you know, it's, it, it, you know, that sweet chin music is just going on. But, I mean, just that fight really, uh, again, just, it made me think. It, it To me, it symbolized something. And it symbolized that, you know, we've got a group of Americans who, yes, want change. And it's time for change. And it is time for, I mean, again, it's not like, change is going is going to happen right away obviously change takes time but that fight for the shield that legacy and it just seems like there are those of us out there who are fighting for the legacy of what America is supposed to stand for and and that's what Buck and Sam are fighting for it's like but get that shield back in in Sam's in Sam's hands it's like he knows what the legacy is of this he's familiar with it like but at the same time there's a reason why Steve gives it to Sam, the end of Endgame. I mean, sure, in the comic books, Bucky had a chance at it because it was when around the time when uh, in the comic books kept at the end of Civil War in the comic book run, um, Buck was assassinated. I'm sorry, Cap, Steve Rogers was assassinated. Um, Buck took up the mantle. He picked up the shield. He did Cap as best he could. Uh, obviously, then Cap comes back and uh picks up the shield and you know obviously buck and sam uh, buck and steve don't get into a fight guys but just to let you know but you know steve rogers came back he was back to being captain america but then somewhere down the road uh something happened and now steve uh, i'm sorry not steve sam is now given an opportunity to become captain america and a transition, I, again, I never read it in the comic books. I, I, I actually now wish I had kept up with it, but I had not. Um, but I actually want to go back and reread it and I see if I can find it where 
Sam is given the shield and he becomes a new cat. I, I'd love to read that story and see what that was like in the comics because um, it obviously symbolizes again right there. Steve knows that Sam's the best choice to be Captain America because, again, even though Sam, uh, Steve has been gone for 70 years, I think, you know, after listening to the Trouble Man soundtrack and everything that, and what he's been able to see, maybe what went on here in the world and how maybe the black community was not treated fairly and or how they're still not being treated fairly. And then, of course, we get the battles and big fighty fighty. But I believe, OK, look, hear me out. Here's here's just a, obviously maybe you guys have your own or maybe you guys have read your theories already out there in the Internet. But obviously there's two different Steve Rogers that is going on um, during the events of the MCU. Because we get our Captain America, Steve Rogers, who does, yes, get frozen in ice. And then seven, and then he's gone for 70 years. Then he gets unearthed. And here he is in 2012, I think is when, uh, or 2011, somewhere around there, when First Avenger came out, leading to Avengers. Um, I think it was 2011, 2012, somewhere around there. So, again, folks, during that time, we go fast forward to Endgame. Obviously, during that moment, Steve, when he goes to put the stones back, obviously he did go and have a life. He had his time um, with uh, with uh, with uh, he had his time with Peggy. He had his time with Peggy. So obviously, there was two Steve Rogers going on at the exact same time because we obviously we had young Steve who was from then uh, the future of uh at the end of the, the events of Endgame he lived that whole life he got to live his life from the time he disappeared to the time he got back and then he was fighting he was fighting here in present time so obviously Steve got to see what was going on all around him he got to see this the struggles uh that the black community had to go through so of course he would pick right away Sam to be the next Captain America after him because, uh, again, it's, it's time. Like, this country needs to be maybe stopped in the face going like, wake up! It's just, it's time. It, again, it's another person. Why don't you stop looking at a person's skin color and why don't you actually look at the color that maybe this person bleeds, which is, oh, guess what? I bleed the same color too. It's fucking red, ladies and gentlemen. It's fucking red. We're all bleeding red. You know, it doesn't come out uh, a certain color. It's fucking red. You know, it's a red-blooded person there. You know? So, yes, another person picking up the shield and becoming Captain America. Gotta say a little, because, again, it's just, that's why Steve, again, utterly picked Sam. It was time. He saw what it was like to be, uh, again, maybe just obviously from outside perspective, but, you know, how, what, how it was being, you know, a black man or any pro, pro, look, again, I, I hate to get racial. I really don't want to, but I guess I'm going to, I, I, I don't want to, but look, obviously it's kind of being shown. And it's not all with, it's not all with white people, but I mean, it's obviously okay, you know, like, 
you know, why people you're able to get away with some certain things, even though some of you are not always able to. Like, yeah, you guys, some of you white people do get picked on, but, you know, black people get picked on quite a bit. Mexicans do too. Asians. I mean, you name, like, look, you name it, somebody's getting picked in, picked on because they're of a different color. So let's just, let's just cut the bullshit out and stop sugarcoating it. And that's what it comes down to. All right. Plain and simple. So bottom line, it comes to down to, yes, Steve picked Sam. Why? Because, again, there was another Steve living a time while other Steve stuck in time, then pops up 70 years later to fight the Avengers while old man Steve, who lived a life, still seeing everything go on going like, it's still going to be Sam. It's still going to be Sam. You know, and it was still Sam. It's simple as that. I don't know what the big deal was. I really don't. I mean, I do, uh, I, I hate to kind of jump forward here, but we do get that conversation between Isaiah and Sam where it's just like, you know, Isaiah doesn't want to hear it. He doesn't, hell, he doesn't want to even see it. Uh, to, cause to, to him, stars and stripes don't mean it. And I get it, you know, and I do get it. I, I know that there are those people out there where it's like the stars and stripes, yeah, they don't mean anything anymore because again, it's everything you're seeing today or, or hearing on the news, radio, a podcast, like whatever. I mean, it, it's just, it's getting scary out there. It's, it's, it's frightening what it means to just be of a different color. And you don't know whether or not you're going to be shot or just beaten the shit out of because of you dress a certain way. You talk a certain way. Um, you live a certain way. Yet you practice religion a certain way. You know, what, what, whatever you, whatever you live a certain way, it's never going to be, you know, it's never going to please somebody. And you know what? To the ones that are never pleased by the people who live a certain way, mind your own fucking business. You live a certain way, live it. It doesn't, I, I don't believe it, it will interfere with anybody else's lifestyle or their practice of religion or sex or, or whatever, you know? And that's what seems to have gotten into the problem of, of, of us today. It's it's just, you know, we're, it's, you know, we're caring too much and we need to apparently be, be into everybody's business because apparently our business, our life isn't exciting enough. So we got to go see, we got to go get on that roller coaster. It's like, go get me on the, on the Kardashian coaster here. I can't wait to go. Woo! You know, everybody's going down the backside of Kim Kardashian's ass because that ride seems to be wild. Yeah, you know, and I get it, and I get it, and I get it, you know, you know, I get it, I get it. That's all playable, so I get it. I get it. Anyway, so, uh, I'm off on a tangent. I got way deep off on a, on a tangent. So, again, I, I, look, it's the fight for the shield. I get it. it it's, uh, it's just, you know, change is coming. It's eventually going to get to us. And, you know, it's just these people just need to learn to accept. People just need to learn to communicate. Simple as that. So anyway, uh, enough about that. So yeah, epic battle scene, fight to the finish. Uh, Sam and Buck prevail. They're able to take down John, super soldier, John Walker. Uh, and of course, then we, like I said, 
you got that conversation though, and I'm I'm going to be jumping all over the place. So sorry, but hopefully not jumping all over too much of the place. But uh, you do get that conversation between Sam and Isaiah, who are again, Sam just wants to understand. And now, excuse me, bear with me. Um, I think, uh, and I'm probably going to be misquoting this all wrong, but I mean, I think Isaiah's wrong when it comes to. Uh, how he puts, you know, that the, you know, it's, you'd have to be crazy man or something like that to be, uh, representing that, that shield or that stars and stripes because it's, you know, no self-respecting, uh, black man or something like that would ever, uh, uh, do that. But again, it's, I don't think it's so much needs to be like, you know, like, I, I, Maybe I'm not saying it right. And again, I, I, if I'm if I'm offending anybody, I'm sorry. Um, I'm an ignorant man, so I clearly must not be uh, saying this right. But I'm doing the best I can to to, to come out and say it. But um, it just symbolizes change because it really does um, when it comes. Because again, you you could tell that Sam's obviously going to be that crazy man to 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 take on to. To, to put on that suit, he's going to take up that mantle. Um, because in the previous scene, we had seen uh, again that fight for the shield. Uh, John does destroy Sam's wing, so he's left with nothing. And then we skip way the hell forward, and of course, it looks like maybe Sam's been given something. But we won't get to it uh, too much into detail about that. So, anyway, um, again, uh, I, I think Isaiah's wrong on that because I mean, again, it's it's. It's the, up to those of us. Like if I, if if I were to see, like if I if we had a Captain America and I knew who Captain America was, but then that Captain America was gone, and then if I were to see a new Captain America, you know, put over a different skin color again. Like I said before in my previous episode, guys, like I don't I don't see skin color. I don't see race. I don't I don't see any of that. I, I what I'm looking for is you know is the person who's you know, at least going to be a decent person. He's going to have heart. He's going to have some sort of, some sort of, a, you know, conscience. Uh, you know, show some sort of compassion. Um, not be a goddamn sociopath. You know, I mean, that's 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 what I want to see. If like, you know, if there's again a guy who's going out there or a gal, a guy or gal, uh, going out there putting their life in, in far more greater risk to uh, protect my dumbass. You know, because I can do this cheese little podcast. You know, and just voice my opinion and shit, you know, like if this guy's, this again, this person's going out there to, you know, save my hide, then, you know, okay, I, I don't care, you know, what cut, what the, what the color of their skin is. Um, I'm like, that's somebody I can go, like in the, in the case of when finally, um, there's that great, uh, the great hero montage, it's, it's the Rocky montage, I, uh, I'm, I'm pointing, I'm calling it, um, Sam's running. He's got you got that song, and it's the ending theme song of the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, but it's the hero montage where Sam's just running uh, through his area, training, trying to get his trying to get the mentality in his head. Uh, like, yes, I'm putting like like you can tell he's trying to work it on his head. Like, I'm gonna do it. Like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm do I got the shield back. Uh, Buck agrees with me, like, you know, and we're cool because even though Buck didn't understand before, it's like, I'm going to do it now. It's like, because Buck didn't get it at the beginning, you know, it was like, you know, like, because even he himself, uh, like they stated before, 
Um, like, man, I didn't know what, that it would be this difficult to be a black man in America and see what it'd be like for a black man to become Captain America. Like, I didn't think it'd be this difficult, and I'm sorry. Like, he, uh, maybe I'm misquoting it, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, but again, it's like Bucky understands that it's like it's not easy for Sam because you already saw. Uh, how easy it was for those cops to jump to conclusion on like, you know, what's the problem here? What's the situation? Blah, 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 You know, like that whole shit show that went down. Um, it's like Sam get, like, like Bucky gets it now. So that's like, you know, I love that whole apologetic scene, uh, between the two. That was great. Um, it was perfect. It was, it was just wonderful. But again, that whole hero scene, uh, the montage where it's just, you know, Sam's training and he's trying to get into hero mode. And it's like, you see that look in his young nephew's eyes. Uh, where he's just, you know, he's kind of chasing, you know, the outline of the star while Sam's holding the shield and then he looks up and Sam looks down and the, the, his nephew and it's just like, yeah, I mean, like, he's got that look, like, he, that's the look he wanted to see, like, that's the look he wants to get, because he knows he's going to get it easily from his sister, from his friend, like, friends, close, loved ones, uh, his nephews, it's like, you know, it's like, man, you're, you're, you're Captain America, man, like, you're really, you, dude, you're, you're fucking Captain America, like, those that would get it, get it, you know, and be like, that's awesome, dude. Like, congratulations. Like, so great. Like, so proud of you to like have to put that, to take up that mantle, to take on that, to take a, a shield and where, where, you know, know what that legacy means. And that means that, you know, you stand by what the previous man stood by for. And, and there are those that do stand for that, what that shield means, what it represents. Cause it's not, Carly's wrong in what she said in episode four. You know, it's like, it's, it's an error. It's, a, it's, it's the end of an old bygone. And maybe it is a little bit, you know, but I mean, again, but, but for what this country was founded on, like those beliefs still should be ringing true of, you know, truth, justice, the American way, where it's like, you should be able to come to this country and, and live the life you want and be able to work for it and work, and work your hard for uh, your, you know, maybe, maybe not work your ass to you know, obviously work your ass off and but maybe not to the, to the, to the grind, you know, and to, to, you know, your, your dying day, you know, but I mean, uh, but I mean, it's like to just have those simple liberties, that freedom, not be afraid to, uh, to just walk out of your, out of your home and walk down your street and wonder, uh, you know, am I going to be shot because of violence, uh, whether it be just local violence or am I going to be shot because, um, you know, my local law enforcement thought I was something I was not. And, uh, that's just something, you know, that, uh, again, you're seeing a lot of that in this show. Obviously I went on some weird tangent. I'm so sorry. Um, but I do love that. Uh, I think I'm back to it. So back to the montage. It's like, I, I do love that whole montage bit, but, um, but I also got, okay, and then we got to go back probably, or I think maybe somewhere we're in the right spot where uh, we get that scene. John Walker comes back to the States. He's presented before the council uh, where uh, he's, he's uh, stripped of his uh, everything. He's, he's lost everything. He's no longer Captain America. He's no longer a, a rank of captain. He's got, in fact, he's got whatever honor, whatever medal, whatever recognition they had given him, benefits, all. All that jazz, whatever they had given him, they stripped it away from him. He had lost it all because of what he had done. And, uh, that big surprise of, uh, Julie Louis Dreyfus 
coming in as Valentina Allegra de la Fontaine. Uh, Selena Meyer herself from Veep. Oh my God. Elaine, I was, my, my jaw dropped. I was like, like what the? Oh my God! Sorry, folks. Didn't mean to didn't mean to blow your eardrums out. Sorry, sorry. But um, Julie Louis Dreyfus, like wow. Uh, it's my understanding this character was supposed to have popped up first in the Black Widow movie. However, spoiler alert. Now I guess this is how we get introduced to her. Uh, her here. So be prepared, folks. She's gonna pop up in the Black Widow movie. Uh, obviously, she's gonna be the big baddie. Um, obviously, we're all wondering, is she the power broker? Because, hmm, I couldn't help but wonder the simple blue, subtle, like, purplish, bluish tint streak in the middle of her hair uh, was there. And I think in, in some of the colors that we've seen, uh, uh, what I've been able to find online and and, and, and uh, some of the colors in the show, it's like, especially, especially over at Madripoor, um, you know, there was that purple bluish tint uh in some spots where they would mention the power broker and so i couldn't help but wonder but then again there's also the, the question of whether or not is sharon the power broker because she seems to have quite the eye on everybody and, and what's going on including interest in carly so um uh so many questions here so many questions so many things are going on like holy shit you know but um but anyway uh i got Four and five, great episodes. Uh, bravo to Disney, to Marvel. I, I can't believe again, uh, again between the shield uh, symbolisms throughout this, uh, tons of Easter eggs and stuff. Again, uh, including this crazy uh, cameo that came in. Um, uh, yeah, freaking that. Uh, you know that Star Wars cameo with the Mandalorian, where Luke pops up at the end of uh, the last season of that of that uh, that series. Um, yeah, Julie Louis Jarvis popping up here. It's like, yeah, that's that, that, yeah, stick that in your pipe and smick it. <laughs> that was, that was a hell of a, uh, that was a hell of a cameo. So I love that. And if there's another one to come, I'm like, it's Marvel. You never know. But, uh, I believe we, I, I think, you know, cause then there's that after credit scene where we get John and he's in the, in the, in his, in a garage somewhere and he's, you know, working on metal and he's still, all he's doing is just forging his own shield because yeah here comes the u.s agent people here he comes you know obviously you know we we'd seen it we've already seen him you know start to begin to pop up but we really saw him rise at the end of episode four holding that bloody shield and is just standing there just looking around at all the people and you get that weird you know eerie hero look uh, of the camera when it's just looking up and again you just see that bloody shield of the, the rim of the, the shield just bloody and He's just standing there in a sort of a hero pose. I'm like, oh, there's, there's our John Walker. There's, there's the U.S. agent. Oh shit. This is the guy we need to worry about. But, um, yeah, man. So I, um, I can't wait for tomorrow's, uh, tomorrow night's, uh, well, hell, I'm waiting for the next few. Uh, in fact, when I'm recording this, people, it is now 6 p.m. So I got six more hours to wait. We've got six more hours, ladies and gentlemen. Six glorious hours to wait before the season finale of the Falcon Winter Soldier, where we can get to wrap this all up and go and, uh, oh, then we have to wait for Loki. That means we have to wait the entire, oh, but we get the Star Wars, we get Star Wars the Bad Batch. That's okay. We get Star Wars the Bad Batch to fill our, uh, to occupy our time, uh, before we get Loki in June. So that's going to be awesome. But, uh, awesome folks. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, it's been a hell of a show. I was, whew, oh my God. I was also able to get this done in an hour. This is bitching. So, 
Uh, tune in, folks. I uh, will hope, looking to hopefully have the next episode drop next week on Monday. Hopefully, I will have the uh, weekly episodes dropping every week on Monday as a schedule. So look out for that and pick this up wherever your podcast, uh, wherever you get your podcast. So uh, also still working on anything, uh, <laughs> setting up also some e- an email and stuff. So uh, if you have any questions and stuff, those of you that listen to this, hit me up on Twitter. Uh, Silver Fox Zero is the Twitter handle. Uh, and then anybody, of course, uh, looking to hit me up on Instagram, uh, just look under Silver Fox Zero. That's how you can find me on the socials. Until uh, next time, folks, thanks for tuning in. Be safe out there. Wash your hands. Put a mask on for crying out loud. For God's sakes, just, just keep your distance. But we'll talk to you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. End of line. Holy shit! Oh my god, I totally forgot. We can't end it right there because uh, we get this great we get this great conclusion in the end. I mean, we get the the flag smashers in, uh, infiltrating the GRC uh, conference, um, and then of course we get Torres talking about the pings. Where every every time a flag smasher was going to be going to a, uh, a situation, you know, all of a sudden they get a ping in New York, and Sam figures it out, Matt, and so he's just like, "Don't worry, Torres, I got it." But way before all of that. There was a great scene where Buck's uh, Buck is uh, found Zemo because Zemo uh, at the end of episode four he was able to sort of uh, El Chapo his way out of that big at the end of the big fight scene of uh, the Dormalage and uh, between John Walker and Battlestar. So uh, Buck catches up to Zemo. He's in Sokovia paying his respects. Zemo thinks he's there to Bucky's there to kill him, but he doesn't. Dormalage take him into custody where they're going to take him to the raft where. I can't believe it. We get to see more of Zemo because could it possibly lead to the Thunderbolts? Hmm. It is a possibility because there is also the possible hint of could we see General Thaddeus Ross, Thunderbolt Ross pop back up? Will William Hurt pop back up at the end of the season finale? Oh my God, that would be something for this guy to pop back up at the end. Uh, for the season finale of the Falcon Winter Soldier. Oh, who knows, man? Who knows? But again, but so we then get that crazy, uh, great scene of, um, uh, again, Dormelage taking Zemo away, uh, going to the raft, possibly into the Thunderbolts. But we do get, uh, Bucky asking Io one last favor. And so when Bucky then shows up to help, uh, Sam on his family boat and stuff, um, he does bring with them a gift. So a, a, a case of sorts, and uh, look, I'm thinking it, you're thinking it. Let's just save it for uh, for again, less than less than six hours, folks. Uh, less than six hours. So we'll talk to you next week. Till then, take care, be safe. End of line.